Manimal here. It's Friday, June 2nd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I, we've got a couple of Major League Baseball news and notes. We've got some Rangers news and notes. We're going to preview the series with the Mariners. We're also going to make our predictions, and we're going to go over the month of May and how successful it was for the Texas Rangers. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. And we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. You can catch me on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Thanks for all of the friend requests and follows. And uh, you can catch Texas Rangers with the boys at TXRangersWTV. And don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. Oh, all one word. That was great. Joining me, my co-host, as always, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. No crazy introduction today. How you doing? And where well, can I, we find you on well, social? First, I thought everybody was probably bored with the all one word that we do every time. So I was trying something new. Thought I'd it worked. I thought it I'd worked. pick a I thought I'd pick a Friday when when uh, <laughs> the Rangers aren't playing baseball on Thursday to do it. Mm. Um, so yeah, yeah, I'm doing good. Uh, you know me. Uh, Thursdays are no good without baseball and. Uh, the Rangers seem to have a lot of Thursdays off, so spent most of the day today thinking about what we would do when we talked about May. Yep, 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 uh, and we so are going to talk about May. We'll talk about May, and if you want to talk more about May with me, you can you can do that on uh, Manimal, at Manimal Bull on Twitter, at Manimal300 on Instagram, uh, at BullPro on uh, TikTok, and uh, BullPro mm-hmm. on Facebook, so... Whatever your favorite form of social media is, you find me on that platform and we'll talk Ranger baseball. Love it. Um, Yeah, let's jump right into around the league. Keep it short and sweet. Chris Bryant to the injured list. Chris Sale uh, getting an MRI on his shoulder. Wait, like like real quick though, like like, has anybody not like played out their, like played worse during their contract than these two guys? Like these are like two, like... (laughs) I guess Sale got Boston a, a World Series or whatever, but Chris yeah. Bryant has been awful in Colorado. He can't stay on the field. I think I saw where he has like ten home runs in the two seasons that he's been there now. Yeah, he's staying, oh, he's hanging around three hundred batting average, but his slug has gone way. Uh, yeah, yeah, he seems to bloop a lot of balls in front of the right fielder these days. Yep. And Chris yep. Sale, man, Chris Sale, I love Chris Sale, but his arm action is so weird that it was bound to, for him to have arm problems throughout the throughout his 30s. I think that's why everybody was so uh you know hesitant to give him the big money and you know he got mm-hmm. it from from Boston and you know they they can spend big money because they sell out every night. Um so last thing on the league in the league, I 
MLB wins lawsuit against Bally Sports. This is a rabbit hole that we unfortunately well, we're not gonna, into prior to the show, but we're not going to do it. Yeah, today. we're not going to get down the rabbit hole. All it really means is that right now that the uh, judge in the arbitration bankruptcy hearing basically sided with Major League Baseball today, uh, stating that Bally Sports, uh, they're not getting a bailout on more people going to streaming channels and that stuff, that that seems like a fair price, what they have to pay to the big league teams that they're under Mm -hmm. contract with, and they're not going to get any kind of break on that. Uh, So we'll kind of find out uh, in the middle of June if uh, Bally's does pay their debts or if we start seeing a, a... a takeover from major league baseball on those networks that have, or those teams that have Bally sports as their network. And we're just going to, I guess we'll just kind of find out uh, as the month goes on, but as of right now, don't, don't fret. You can still turn it on Bally sports Southwest and get your Rangers games until something more is, uh, uh, you know, done with this. Yeah, for a minimum of 100 bucks a month. So um, let's talk Texas Rangers baseball. Rangers lead the AOS by two and a half games, second best record in Major League Baseball for two days running, and oh, probably even more than that. But moving right along, the, the news with the Rangers right now is uh, Ricky Venasco, a guy we talked about uh, already, I believe, yesterday. Um, now, as you predicted, Again, when you listen to this show, you're going to be a leg up on this stuff because I'm telling you, my man, the savant over there knows these things. He calls them and they happen. Venasco traded to the Dodgers for a nice left-handed pitcher, Luis Valdez. Uh, this one makes me a little nervous. You know what level, Dodgers are one of those teams what level, that... What, what level is Luis Valdez at? What level did what did is, I say? They'd get another eight-ball pitcher to yeah, go into that Downey's farm, yep. and that's exactly yep. what they got. And he looks like he has a, a little bit of a walk issue. But, uh, um, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, that that's exactly what uh, um, uh, Grant uh, Johnson, right? Is that right? Grant Johnson? Grant, Grant, Anderson. Uh, Grant Anderson. I'm sorry. Grant Anderson. I, I had a mind blank there but that's exactly what he was a couple of years ago when the rangers didn't have room on their 40-man roster for connor sadzak and uh grant anderson came back in that deal and um luis valdez is the piece coming back this time i understand i'll let you get into uh your diagnosis on him going to the dodgers because i feel your pain brother yeah i mean the dodgers when they pick up a guy like this it always makes me nervous See, anytime it's like the Dodgers, the the, the Rays, uh, there's a couple other teams that we can throw out there that, that just seem to, like, pick these guys up that, that teams like us aren't having problems with, and then they put them out there, and all of a sudden uh, they're, they're, they're doing for the other team what we needed them to do for us. But uh, I, I, we don't we – bo- we're both not – I wouldn't say we're not super high, but we're definitely optimistic about Venasco's future – I do think he's going to, you know, probably get a shot with the Dodgers, at least because they need the help. Um, but I'm also happy with what the Rangers got back for him. I, I'm actually not mad about it at all, because even if Vanesco works out, getting a 19-year-old A-ball lefty uh, that, that's got some potential to strike batters out, I, I really don't mind it at all. I, again, I, I don't want to see him go give them what we need. But on the flip side of it, I think we we added we got some value back for this one. Well, and you got oh, under- oh 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 sorry sorry I want to lead you into actually this is a, a another kind of kick over to you. 
but um you know you you we talked a while back probably two three weeks three weeks ago probably when all of us uh were on the fence and i say us everybody but you were all freaking out about the bullpen and what moves can we make what can we go do and you were like man don't don't give up one of these young guys in your system to go get somebody that you know you may you know that just just write it out until you can get some value and i'm thinking maybe the rangers got the flip side of this where the Dodgers went out and gave up some, you know, made a more aggressive move than they had to, uh, almost in kind of a panic mode. And maybe the Rangers picked up a, a pretty valuable prospect here for for really something that didn't cost them a lot. Well, and I think the real thing is, is that the Dodgers have the, the room on their 40-man to maneuver like this right now because they've got a lot of pitchers on the 60-day injured list. So they've got room um, to, to maneuver on this 40-man where the Rangers, they don't have that kind of room for maneuvering right now. And they've got other guys that are outperforming him because that's what happens when you get this really, really deep farm like the Rangers have produced. Some of those guys that weren't really on people's radars that have become you know, prospects over the last couple of years, those guys weren't really on people's radars, but they matured as they became 23, 24, 25. Not everybody is going to be in the big leagues at 21 years old and be a superstar and, you know, Juan Soto type stuff. Like, I mean, a lot of guys, it takes some extra time to develop and, you know, they may work off of their first or second or third minor league contract before they even stick somewhere and end up on someone's 40 man roster. And, and, Right now, Venasco is one of those guys that, I mean, if if he gets designated by the Dodgers, there's a chance that he clears waivers, but there's also a chance that he doesn't clear waivers and he just kind of picks up 40-man to 40-man and, and plays out the season that way in AAA or getting a shot here and there in the big leagues. But, you know, I mean, it just it just ended up not working out for him here. Uh, you know, the Rangers liked him enough a couple of years ago to put him on the 40-man and, and carry him this long. And, and, you know, I mean, I think the injuries and the underwhelming performances over and over again throughout his career have just kind of put them in a spot where they need arms now and it can't be him. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, I don't think it's a big loss for the Rangers, but I do think it, it's a nice uh, – it is a loss, but it's I, not a big one. And it's I a think nice he's got a nice the, arm. Yeah, I think he's yeah. got a nice arm, but that arm's been through hell since he was 19 yeah. years or 21 years old getting drafted out of Florida. Yeah, so, like, what you're saying is is if you saw Ricky Venasco, like, walking down the street, you'd be like, yo, Rick, nice arm. Like you, yeah, yeah. I would look at it, I would point at it, and I go, What you got like 96 in that thing? Yeah, it's a nice arm you got, yeah, everybody. Yeah. Don't even look him in the eye, like, yeah, just no, just arm, look at his like, arm. Nice arm, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, so absolutely. <laughs> moving on to final, uh, little Rangers tidbit, just a reminder, uh, every day, vote for the all star team, vote for your Rangers on the all star team. We need Rangers guys on the all star team that deserve it this year. There's Rangers yeah. that deserve yeah. it, and we want to see them on the all star team, so you know, all, yeah. all you. All you great people that listen to Texas Rangers with the boys, don't forget that you can vote as much as you want. Yes, yes. And a little bit later in the show, we're going to talk about why these guys should be all-stars. But first, let's talk a little bit about this upcoming series against Seattle. Seattle coming into into Texas with a 29-27 and 27 record. Uh, you know, definitely a few games back from the Rangers in terms of in the division. But all important division games, you you got to win your division games, especially this year when you don't get as many shots. And Seattle, if they come in hot and they come in and catch the Rangers off off, you know, off their best, they could make up 
they can make up some ground in that division. So Rangers got to be on their toes. Uh, let's jump into these pitching matchups. Yeah. Um, uh, you want to you take it? Yeah, let's go Friday night. The uh, um, Again, Valley Sports Southwest is where you're going to be able to watch this game. And uh, uh, Louis Castillo is going for Seattle. So mm. we're going to get a second opportunity to see Louis Castillo, who's a really mm-hmm. nice pitcher for the, uh, Love the, watching him pitch, the Mariners. I might even uh, use the word ace when I talk about him. And, um, you know, a guy that's been pitching just as well as Louis Castillo this year and a guy that outside of maybe one outing and a a short stint in Houston, um, Mm -hmm. you can't really say anything bad about any of the starts that he's made this year. And that's John Gray. And, and, you know, he'll be out there battling and he'll be throwing sliders. So let me, let me, because we can't talk about everybody in May, but since you brought up John Gray over his last four starts in May, he has a one earned run average, 27 innings pitched, 27 Ks with a whip of 0.78. So he's as hot as anybody on this yeah. team. He's literally right neck and neck with uh, Nathan Eovaldi, who we believe is the, the should be the front runner for the Cy Young. Go ahead. All right. Um, no, all I was going to say was, uh, you know, Gray will be – he'll be dealing, dealing sliders and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, the Mariners, they don't exactly have just a ton of at-bats against him. Uh, AJ Pollock has some bats from being out there in the AL West, but uh, uh, you know, not a ton. Uh, Suarez has some at bats against him. Um, France has some at bats, you know, not a ton of really good uh, at, uh, batting averages against him with the guys that have too many at bats, but uh, he's just the type of guy that, uh, you know, he's been battling all season and you got to really, you got to really appreciate what John Gray's done, especially you know, when he lost his mechanics early in the season and kind of battled his way back to that. And the Rangers, they don't have – nobody really has a ton of at-bats against uh, Louis Castillo. Um, so there isn't just a ton of sample size. Um, so we'll just kind of see as things go along. And, the uh, you know, the Rangers, I, uh, you know, who, who knows? Louis Castillo's on the mound. You're always, uh, you're always leery, right? Yep. So sending out – Rangers look like you're going to send out Andrew Heaney, who as well had a very good May, five starts, 326 earned run average, 29 Ks, 30 innings pitched, 109 whip. And he's taking on a guy I'm not too familiar with, Marco Gonzalez. Um, Marco Gonzalez, you know, we were you were we were laughing, you know, before the show or when we were talking earlier about uh former Cardinal farmhands that are littered all over ah, the uh, big ah, leagues. Another one. Another one of those guys, uh, Marco Gonzalez. He's a veteran lefty, he's been around for a while now. Um he uh he throws he throws a lot of off speed stuff and he's a crafty lefty and he keeps he keeps the Mariners in ball games whenever he pitches and that's really all mm-hmm. they can they can ask for and uh, you know Andrew Heaney he's been really really good these last several outings and you know like we've said he's had a couple of outings where he hasn't been super great but overall he's been really good uh, for the season and uh, you know the, not tons of at bats. Some guys have gotten uh, um, Heaney Murphy, uh, the catcher for for Seattle, the backup catcher. He he's had he's got him a couple of times, so you may see him on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, not a ton of uh, experience against him. Not a bunch of great re- uh, batting averages against Andrew Heaney for for anybody. And you know the Rangers. Gosh, Simeon's got forty five at bats against. <laughs> Uh, Marco <laughs> Gonzalez being in the AL West all those years, and Nate Lowe's got mm-hmm. twenty three. Uh, not a uh, you know not a ton ton of success. Uh, 
Haim has six hits off of him and eight in 12 at bats. So that's pretty good there. But uh, Simeon, you know, 45 at bats against him, uh, 244 batting average. But we'll just kind of see. Um, you know, Marco Gonzalez, he's one of them crafty guys. You know, he just uh, um, he throws a lot of off-speed stuff, and you're going to see a bunch of junk. And when he comes in with the fastball, he, you know, throws it 90 to 92 miles an hour. And and uh, kind of the difference with, you know, Heaney's throwing that 96 up in the zone or 94 up in the zone that's feeling like 96 with those big spin rates. And, um, you know, that game's going to be also on Bally Sports Southwest for mm. anybody that wants to watch it. And then Sunday – um, we're going to cap it showdown. off. Uh, Nathan Eovaldi is going to be taking the hill for the Rangers against uh, rookie sensation Bryce Miller. And uh, Bryce Miller got him lit up a little bit the last time out. So he'll be mm-hmm. looking to rebound. And Nathan Eovaldi is going to be looking to get June off to the same start that he got uh, May off to uh, yeah. with yeah. that, with that uh, what, complete game right before. Yeah. You want I mean, the numbers? Yeah. You, want you the can numbers? put it out there. I, th- right I think now. I saw Four .96 ERA for the. Yep, .96 ERA, 4-0, 37 innings pitched over five games, only 23 hits, nine walks given up, 31 Ks, .85 whip, 178 uh, average against. And the thing that's not on here that probably should be on here, but his pitch count efficient, his efficiency with his pitch counts, I I cannot tell you uh, the last time I've seen a guy have that kind of efficiency getting, you know, keeping his pitch count down while still striking a lot of guys out. It's just what he did in May. We're just, man, let's, let's keep it rolling going into June. And I think that's going to be a showdown. I think Bryce Miller is going to be up for it against Evaldi. He's going to have his game face on. And I think that's going to be a heck of a game. On well, Sunday, and, so I can't wait. And this for will it. be this will be the first time any of these Ranger batters have faced Bryce Miller too. Mm-hmm. So okay. you know, so okay. I, I I'm almost positive of that, right? I don't think anybody's got an at bat against him. Yeah, nobody on the team's got an at bat against him. Okay. Um, the uh, the the Mariners uh, minimal success against Eovaldi. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez has three hits and ten at bats. If you're looking for some real success, but that's about as close mm-hmm. as you're going to get to it. Ty France has four hits and nine at bats. So yeah, I mean, he's just a hitter. He just, he yeah. hits the ball and uh, yeah. you he's, know. he's one of those guys. You just got to deal with it. You know, he's a hitter. So, but, but yeah, we'll, we'll see if has been rolling and uh, you know, Whoa. he, he didn't, uh, he didn't go. He didn't go, but five innings his last outing. So you know he'll be hungry to get back on a on a quality start route for the team. Well, speaking of rolling, I'll tell you who's rolling right now: Damo McCullough. Big yes, Damo sir. is rolling. He's, He's rolling in gold. New. He is the new Trinity River Heritage heavyweight champion. Uh, is it? I don't know if they have a weight on champion. It. I don't think I don't yeah, know. Trinity River Heritage champion. Okay, okay. There you go. But it yeah. sounds it adds. You know, the more the more the more adjectives you can add to it, the more maybe absolutely or over or overdone. But Damon McCullough, man, riding high, uh, feeling good. Beat Brent McKenzie uh, last Friday night at the Southside Preservation Hall, and it seems like it seems it seems like we're gonna do it again. We are, uh, yeah. July twenty eighth. July 28th, we're going to do it again. And, uh, you know, if this, if that show is anywhere near as exciting uh, as the last one, I am 
I can't wait for it, nor nor can the, the almost 30 pound animal wait for it either. Uh, so so looking forward to having a good time. And I'll give a quick shout out. Oh, go ahead. And that's really what it's about. I'm trying to make fans like the 30 pound manimal. The other people that are older, they, they know what they're doing. I want this 30 pound manimal to be my biggest fan for the rest of his life. Well, that's the future, right? That's the future. Maybe we get right. a, little, a little fake beard and a little Perfect. fake hair thing. Y'all can take a Perfect. photo together. He can but, be uh, mini Manny Mall. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, um, and, and also too, like big shout out to our sponsors from the, the show last time, Starry Ice Cream, which was delicious. I had all, the, I had all of it, uh, Starry Ice Cream. Uh, and then Kelly's onion burgers were great. My wife and I had what loved them that loved the, the curly fries were off the hook. Uh, and then also it is, is it Bally? Uh, rally, rally, sports. rally, rally sports. I, I'm thinking it was Bally rally something. Rally, We've been talking about Bally. Yep. Yeah. Well then Bally has the rally and then they have that rally house commercial that is in my head for like the rest oh, of my life. I hate it. But, uh, well, uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, Rally Sports uh, Recovery, I believe it is. Rally, um, Rally Sports Athletic or Rally Athletic Sports, something like that. Yeah, Rally Time yeah. Athletic. Okay, those guys giving rubdowns uh, before the show. So really uh, great sponsors. And don't forget, Martin House Brewery giving out beer and also yours truly, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hopefully we'll have a nice little booth out there uh, to hang out at as well this time around and maybe have some some swag and some merch to give you guys so uh, yeah it's going to be a big thing to do we don't have a match list at all but we definitely know that you're going to see uh, the probably your your usuals uh, the Damon McCullough Brent McKenzie 300 pound manimal I can pretty much guarantee Brick uh, Brick Savage is going to be out there all the guy all the people you come out to see I'm sure there's going to be a rematch between uh, smiley and lions so just a little bit of an idea of who's going to be out there but more than important more importantly come out have a good time Southside preservation hall fort worth texas uh july 28th we'll give you more details well as i just they come out i know for sure that uh, franco d'angelo is a hundred percent confirmed and uh mm-hmm. brick savage also confirmed so okay so big names and big boys with big names so yes sir uh, so cool. Well, let's jump right into our team review of May. Um, you know, the Rangers, and this is pulling from the stats you gave me beforehand. The, game, the Rangers were two games ahead of the Astros in the AOS going into May. As we said earlier there, now they made up a half game and well, a brutal, a well, brutal. Now they schedule. didn't make up, they didn't make up a half game. The uh, okay. Astros, they only, they lost a game. Okay. Because they were up two, and at the end of May, they were up three. And now mm. since June has started, wow. the Astros made up a game yesterday on June mm. 1st. So mm. it's, or a half game. So the, the Rangers right. are officially a half game. But at the end of May, they had made up one full game, mm. and uh, they were three ahead. Right. And the Astros did everything they could to overtake the Rangers because they were hot as they could be. But the Rangers kept them off, and not only that, they extended their lead uh, as we came out of that month. But let's talk about some of the stuff with the team. I, I think you got, well, the, a, uh, got the their first record. thing. The first thing I wanted to say was uh, um, six road wins, mm-hmm. road series wins, is okay. a huge deal for this thing. Six, I think six road wins, and you're talking against good teams. They beat the Angels two out of three. 
They beat yep. the Mariners two out of three. They beat the Do- the Detroit Tigers two out of three. They beat the Baltimore Orioles two out of three. And uh, who was the first team on that trip? The Oakland. The no. Well, they beat Oakland three out of four, and then they had one more. Who was the last uh, um, East Coast team that they played this past week? Uh, they played Detroit, and then. Uh, I think that was the last team. The last team Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was the other series. team. That was kind of and stuck the, in the, the middle of all of that. Yeah. Yes, and 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 you're talking those uh, five out of those six series is were against mm-hmm. good teams, good yeah, baseball teams, teams. and and Detroit is playing good baseball right now. Pittsburgh yeah. has been good all season. Baltimore is just a half game behind the Rangers for second place. Yeah, in Baltimore the, was the um, talk of baseball. While the Rangers um, were going unnoticed, Baltimore was the talk of the league. And now and the Rangers the Ra- took them too and beat them uh, in the series. And then the Rangers scored, what, 26 runs against the Angels in two games in those wins. Mm-hmm. They snuck a win that they had no right having against the Mariners to win that series mm-hmm. and beat Louis Castillo to win the series. Um, after I mean, they had a, 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 the one thing that we've kind of seen a little bit is that bullpen meltdown against Oakland. Mm-hmm. But other than that, sure. they won three three games and outscored them in those games, uh, twenty to three. Uh, yep. Then they they came home and they had a, a, the the Cody Bradford start against Atlanta wasn't pretty, but they they mm-hmm. bounced back and won that next game and had a real chance at taking that series the next day. Yep. Um, but the, you know, the look, I mean, if you lose games, basically it's your bullpen that's losing those games and it's happening to everybody all over the league every night. Somebody, some good team they, is losing a game. Well, and they won the series against Colorado too. And they swept Colorado home, right? to win the homestand. Yeah, so, yeah. so they came Even back at a winning homestand. They only lost one series all month. Yeah, yeah. So just the Atlanta that's series, and then they had the split with Arizona. They had the split right. with and Arizona. That's, that's not and, a loss, but it's just, yeah. And, uh, and, and, and that was Zach, a winnable they series. Gallen, dude. They, they did beat, beat Zach, Zach Gallen. Dude, that's a win. That's a win in that series. They, I mean, that, they beat that Zach Gallen. That's a big win for that team. Big win they for the team. They beat Luis Castillo. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say, was it the Strider game Strider. that they, they won? Beat Strider. Or, no, yep, no, they, they beat, beat Strider. The, they beat the no, they beat the rookie. I'm sorry, that they beat the no, rookie but they kid. beat up on Strider. No, they lost. Yeah, that they game did. They did hit run. Strider. Yeah, but that when Strider yeah. left that game, he was in line for a loss. Um, yep. uh, in Baltimore, they got to Rodriguez and uh, and beat him up pretty good. And you know, I mean, the, they they see different guys every day. Guys that have, a lot of dudes that haven't got any big league tape. You know, lots of dudes seeing those guys for the first time in their career, just like they will be Miller coming up on on the fourth on Sunday. But just sure. a, a really good month for the Rangers. Um, just let me uh, let let me give you a few little more. Let me get a little more granular with you. Love the stats, and uh, you've been throwing out some what I would call high level stats, and these are maybe a little bit more on the granular level, but it's you might not have noticed that happened over this month the rangers okay now i'm going to ask you a bunch of rhetorical questions because we're all going to know the answers who led the league in a in may in runs scored the rangers the, the rangers who led the league in yeah who led the league in hits by 10 the, the rangers. rangers 
Yep. Who led the league in runs batted in? The Rangers. Uh, who led the league in batting average? Rangers. On base percentage, they were number two. Uh, no, I'm sorry, number three. Slugging, uh, top, top, top five-ish. But who led the league in ops for the entire month? The okay. Rangers. The Rangers. The Rangers. Did. That yeah. offense was absolutely because um, both of them scorching. are working. You know, I mean, they're slugging. Yep. They're getting on base. They're hitting for an average. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, there's a lot of nights that we talk about on the show where they did it with all singles. Mm-hmm. You know, they they string together six, eight, nine singles in a row. I mean, there's been yep. nights like that. I mean, six is probably a high total. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, they have uh, no. You're right. They have nights no, they, like they that, just, and then you know you leave the mean, league but, in hits. I mean, you leave the league in hits. You're in top. You're in the top ten in on base percentage. You're number one in ops. I just, I mean, you don't. I, there's just that's that that is. Offense. Um, let's jump over to the to the pitching side. So again, uh, you know, you're looking at uh, number eleven in earned run average total. But for the Rangers, like to be under four as a team is absolutely outstanding as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, the number that is actually more impressive to me than anything, and again, this is the number that really tells you how effective your pitchers are more than a lot of people think, I think. And that is the whip. They are a 1.23 whip. Yeah, they, that, they don't, get, they don't that, allow base runners, yeah. And, I mean, you know, man, uh, that's uh, – that good for that was good for um, fourth, good for fourth in the league. Uh, not a lot of walks. They're not they're not giving a lot of free base runners away. So, pitching wise, I just I just man like to see these two things come fifth in least amount of walks given up. So again, they're staying in the strike zone. I don't have quality starts in front of me, but I can guarantee you. Uh, they had absolutely no problems with the quality starts because. They were they were they were churning them out in the other one. Here's another crazy stat: three shutouts in the month from the pitching staff. Three. No, the the three pitching staff dude. was good. The pitching staff was Hit good. Most shutouts the, the, in the league, dude. So, man. Are, 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 you, are we? Can I can I say something now? Like I mean, I've tried for so, you. So, you so, jumped so. over me about twelve well, times hey. there. I get it. I get it. You're excited. You're excited. I get it. I get it. But uh, all I was all I was going to say was the starting pitching has been so excellent that a lot of nights because they score so many runs that you forget about the bullpen woes, and mm-hmm. the bullpen woes are the same things that everybody's having. And this last road trip, I thought the bullpen was really good, and they gave them a, a shot to win in pretty much every night that they were uh, that they lost those games. I mean, the losses were a six to four loss to Pittsburgh where they fought the whole way, uh, a, a three to two loss to Baltimore on a day where Cor- uh, Cody Bradford pitched and then a three to two loss to Detroit yesterday, whenever, uh, uh, you know, and they had lots of chances to win that thing and, and things just didn't work out. So the starting pitching, it's been so, so good all month, but the relief pitching, it started to pick itself up on this last road trip and hopefully they can, they can run that right along into uh, into Arlington this weekend when they when Seattle comes to town tonight and uh, run that all the way through St. Louis and uh, before they get back out on the road. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, you know, last night we uh, we took a little extra time to uh, 
to record our exclusive content down the farm with the boys. Uh, and we covered a lot, man. Uh, you want you want to tell them a little bit more about what they're missing out on if they don't subscribe to uh, well, to our exclusive content? You know, really what we do down there is right now we're, we're previewing different prospects for the uh, upcoming Major League Baseball draft where uh, the Rangers are going to pitch pick number four. In that thing, and we've dra- and we've talked about six or eight players that could be in that spot for the Rangers to draft, and uh, what we kind of think of all those guys, and then we uh, we basically kind of give you the standouts from uh, the minor league systems, whether it be down east, Hickory, Frisco, or Round Rock, and uh, then we you know update guys that are on rehab assignments down there, and we talk about the guys that are that are moving and shaking in the minor leagues. And uh, we do all that, oh, once or twice a week. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, I think it's, it's well worth the, uh, the $1.99 that we ask you to pay for the premium stuff. And uh, we're going to continue adding things to the premium stuff because we've got some ideas on deck that may start hitting this summer as we uh, start getting well into baseball season. Yeah, yeah. Just uh, just to kind of whet your appetite for that, uh, my co-host has put in uh, some extra time to uh, revise that top 20 and next 40 list. And we are going to get into those. We're going to break into those on uh, on our on that on our down the farm with the boys show. So go to our Spotify page or our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com, all one word and subscribe today. Let's get into some player, uh, some outstanding player uh, of of the month. Well, of May. I was you, I was going to say um, I was going to ask you if uh, you know for me my pitcher of the month was definitely Nathan Eovaldi, and my hitter of the month Leody Tavares. Yeah, I was going to say you can't start. Did you, you did you want month a, of May? Uh, I mean, I didn't know if that was how you wanted to do things, or if you I, wanted I can't to... argue with you. Like you are one hundred and ten percent like nailed it. Like the only guy, like the only guy that could rival Nathan Eovaldi for the month of May, we talked about him earlier. Would have been pitching. Would be John Gray. Um, yeah. But but you know Nathan Eovaldi had one more win, and I think that the part about Eovaldi's wins and his starts seem to always come when we need it. Like we need yeah. a win here to stop maybe uh, the potential of of things kind of going awry. And that's not to take anything away from John Gray, uh, but again, just he does deserve a mention. But yeah, you can't talk about. Uh, the month of May and and great players in the month of May without talking about Leo Tavares. But I will also say the other guy who could give him a run for his money would be Josh Young uh, because both of those guys, 952 ops for Young, 935 for Tavares, 330 average for Young, 368 for Tavares. Like those two rookies, um, I mean, they, they young were guys, electric. Young guys. Yeah, I mean, I know that Young is a rookie and I, I think of Tavares. Tavares, yeah, rookie. he's – He's a young guy, but he's still not – he's not a rookie anymore, but he's definitely a young guy, and he's tw- – and I think he's younger, actually, than J- Josh Young. Yeah, is he younger, uh, yeah, like soft yeah, J? Yeah, yeah, soft J on that one. It's a, he's a he's y- younger than – Younger. Younger. Okay. Y- younger than young. Younger than young. All right, well, um, yeah, so so I would have to, like I said, give the honorary mention to young, but – but yeah, Tavares, man. I mean, just the value he was—he adds to the bottom of the order. The defense, and again, that's what another thing. Both of these guys have been stellar on um, the defensive side of the ball. They are—they are both borderline talking about Gold Glove caliber guys. And, Absolutely. And, you know, not, not everybody has to be a Gold Glover, but man, when you're like in the conversation 
that that tells you that you're in the upper echelon and both of these guys certainly and, uh were in the upper echelon and i wouldn't be shocked to see uh josh young add another uh al rookie of the month to his uh collection uh in the yeah. next couple of days uh, i couldn't see why not dude what do you think should we make some predictions on the weekend well, I wanted to point out a couple. I know we're running up against time, but I want to point out a couple of outstanding performances on the offensive side that we might have missed on. Um, Josh Smith had a dismal April, uh, absolutely terrible. There's not a better way to put it. And I'm a big Josh, Josh Smith fan. But for the month of May, Josh Smith slashed 293, 383 with a 512 slug and 895 ops. No, he didn't have as many at-bats. Uh, as the guys aforementioned, but he did have some pretty uh, pretty key moments, had a couple of home runs, had three doubles. And, and what I'm hoping is, is that we're kind of starting to see him starting to acclimate to the big leagues and become a, a big time contributor because his, his role in the team is important as a utility player and somebody that Bochi can feel confident plugging him in. And the other guy that we can't not mention is Marcus Simeon who just, I mean, absolutely is the model of consistency for this team at Dallas Garcia. I mean, you just go on and on. Well, uh, but, yeah, yeah I just want to point out a couple everybody. of individual. Well, it was yeah. just such a pivotal. Um, the number one offense in the yeah, league. Yeah, definitely. Mark, you know? Definitely. And, so, I mean, there's so many guys that did so many things for this thing. And, you know, we okay, could, more, we'd be remiss to not talk about Zeke Duran, who carried this sure. thing in the first half of the month when, when Seager was down. So there's, there's a bunch of guys that have, have really carried this thing and, or helped this thing. More. All right. Let me give you one more. This one, this one is actually staggering. So Grant Henderson in his one game. Okay. Struck out seven batters, which is good for more than Jonathan Hernandez, Jose Leclerc, Ian Kennedy, John King, Joe Barlow, all of those guys pitched aside from Ian Kennedy pitched significantly more games uh, than Grant Anderson. He was only one strikeout below Brock Burke, who had nine games. So just puts into perspective how amazing that was for a major league debut for Grant Anderson. But I'm ready to make predictions if you are. All right. Well, you get to call who goes first. You're on this incredible run that seems to be the most luck. Yeah, it seems to be the most luck that you've had in your entire life. I would say these are educated guesses. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I I think we're gonna get two or three. Um, I think we'll probably lose. Uh, I'm gonna go with definitely winning in a pitchers duel on Sunday, uh, and then I'm gonna go with I, I go against Heaney and he proves me wrong all every time. So I'm gonna stick with Heaney, uh, getting the getting the loss, and uh, John Gray. Uh, getting the win, so two wins from uh, Gray and from uh, Ivaldi, and then uh, and then Heaney drops the. Maybe he doesn't get the L, but we don't win that game. And I think on Sunday we're going to see uh, we're going to see the best version of Bryce Miller uh, stepping his game up to show the world that he can hang uh, with the with uh, the bright. Now I think uh, the front runner for the Cy Young in the American League. All right. Well, I uh, I like where your head's at. I think the uh, Rangers are going to take. Two of that. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go different than you just because I think okay. that, uh, that it's it's more fun for the show. I think the Rangers are going to take all three of these games this weekend. Ooh, come and on, they're, and they're gonna and they're gonna. There's going to be some run rules. Mm, man, slapping around the Mariners at home. I want. I I hope you win this week, Bull. Let's just. I'm just calling it right now. I hope you are the one that wins this one. 
Um, got anything else? We'll sign no, out we weekend. need we need to get out of here so these people can get to work. All right, a lot of fun today. Really enjoyed this. Let us know if you enjoyed it. Uh, give us a comment uh, in any of our social media or on the uh, on Spotify. Let us know if you enjoyed the format today. It's a little bit different than what we normally do. Um, and again, if you need to know where we can comment on our social media, you can go to TXRangersWTV or you can go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Give us That's a comment That's one there. word, one word. All one, all one word, one word, one word. Um, and don't forget to uh, subscribe to our exclusive content down the farm with the boys, just $1.99 a month to get your one-stop shop for all things Texas Rangers organization-wide. And also don't forget to uh, tell your friends about us and don't forget to uh, make sure you're, you're streaming us on your favorite podcasting platform. And that is all we've got for the weekend. So everybody have a good weekend. Let's go Rangers. This hey, real Rangers quick with- though, the, the down on the farm, the down on the farm uh, will probably be updated this weekend with the new top okay. 20 slash 40 lists. So okay, we may fight now, through all of you it. Sign, you sign us out. You enjoy it. And that's Texas for Kevin. This is the manimal. Texas Rangers for the boys signing off.